Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. You like jazz. Your passenger likes country. You settle on blues. This is the only kind of compromise you can expect inside a Lexus hybrid vehicle. That's because a Lexus hybrid is designed to go beyond compromise. Go far without having to recharge. Go fast with a formidable gasoline electric powertrain. Go with all the luxury of a Lexus. So, if you ever find yourself compromising in a Lexus hybrid, it won't be our fault. Click the banner to discover more. Lexus. Experience amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the In the Psychic Flow Show with Caroline Carey. everyone. Salutations from Sarasota, Florida. We are watching a lovely sunset after a briefly stormy afternoon, and we might get some more storms here during the show, so bear with us. We have a great show for you this evening. Um, I wanted to talk to you about the special guest that we have, Catherine McIntyre. She's a delight. We have not met in person, but I have read all about her, and she has some very interesting things to discuss. She's multifaceted and multi-talented to the likes that um, you don't usually see. Catherine McIntyre is an indie author, an independent author and researcher who has studied the literary history of Concord, Massachusetts for over 25 years, both in university settings and independently. 
She possesses a BA in English from Michigan State University and has done graduate work at both Harvard University Extension and Lesley University in Cambridge, Massachusetts. What also is remarkable about Catherine is she is a natural psychic, an astrologer, an occasional ghost investigator, and an avid genealogist with ancestral ties to the Mayflower and to both writers Margaret Fuller and Henry David Thoreau. Catherine McIntyre is the author of The Thoreau Whisperer, Channeling the Spirit of Henry David Thoreau, and that was published in 2018, An Honor in Concord, Seeking Spirit in Literary Concord, and that was published 2008. That contains a fictional story in which the writers of Concord's past are living new lives in Concord in present day. She has some other projects going on, and she's here to tell us all about everything that she does. Catherine, welcome to In the Psychic Flow. Thank you so much, Carolyn. That was quite a a full introduction. Thank you so much. Will we have anything to talk about after that? I hope so. I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm delighted to... I'm delighted to have you on the show and to make your acquaintance. Um, the row was, I still have uh, that book, the Thor- I'm sorry, The Thorough Whisperer, mm-hmm. and um, I'm delighted by that. And I read it in high school, I think it was. So no, my book is called, my, my book is The Thorough Whisperer that just came out. Are you talking about Walden? Uh, no, about Thorough, yes. I had read yeah. some stuff on him in high school, so I... Yeah. Delighted, delighted. Um, yeah. What can you tell us about your new book? Well, it came out of my experience of connecting to the spirit of Thoreau. Um, Whoops, sorry, I'm having a problem a with my computer. It's my computer. So hold on one second, Tiffany. One second. There we go. Okay, we did it. Sorry. I was having some okay. kind of problem, and I did that. Thank you, Tiffany. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, That's Catherine. Okay. That's all right. Um, I just was uh, to, to describe what how it came about. Um, I, I grew up in Michigan, but I was always drawn to Concord and uh, Massachusetts in general, and it took me quite a while to figure out why, but I, I knew I had to move out here. But I've come to believe it was for this connection with Thoreau. And when I came out here, I... Uh, Long, you know, kind of took many years to get me to the point, but I joined the Thoreau Society at a certain point. And in that um, situation in the Thoreau Society, I met a man who was quite a, a prominent Thoreau scholar, and he was famous for having edited and published Thoreau's unfinished works. Um, he passed away in January of 2006, and 11 days later, I saw him in my dining room. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, this whole book begins with my after-death communication with my friend and mentor, um, Brad Dean was his name. And it was at a time when it was a one-year anniversary of my mother's death, and I um, was kind of setting out a candle for her. I was thinking I would put a picture and a candle and just you know, commemorate. And while I was doing that, I would try to connect with her because I've had this psychic ability my whole life. And and I thought, well, I'll try to connect and see if I get anything. And in that process of connecting is when I found myself connecting to Brad. And I didn't even know he had, had passed. I hadn't heard. So he he was living in wow. Indiana at that time. So that was the beginning of the connection. And then a few days later I went 
to see a psychic to, you know, kind of help me to connect with him. And um, I was told, you know, not only will he continue to work with me from spirit, but Thoreau will as well. And and she said, you know, get ready because it's going to start in the fall. And uh, it did. <laughs> so, wow, beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. so that's when you started to compile this the work for the yeah, book? Yeah, that's when... Um, it was funny because this, when I was having that reading, she was like, you know, you're going to have this experience, and, and it's going to be like you'll wake up and you'll just have these words in your head. You're going to have to write them down, and, you know, they're going to drop pages in front of you in dreams. And and uh, and she said, I can see the words just flying across the computer screen. And it was really interesting because this was the first reading I'd had with this this woman who I referred to in the book as Reverend Barbara. And she, um, you know, she drew a computer screen, and she's like, this is how it's going to happen. And it took until into the fall, um, you know, things were happening in the meantime, but I was sitting at the computer one day, and I, I decided what I would do is um, start to record some of the notes I had made when I woke up, you know, some of the little things I had picked up. I thought, well, I'll sit down and start to type those up. And what that prompted me into was sort of a a fictional piece, which I began, you know, it was like I was writing this little fictional thing about the Rose birth in Concord, and suddenly I transferred out of that uh, third-person perspective, and I switched into first-person, and I typed out the words, I am born David Henry Thoreau in this American town in this place called Concord, and that was the start, and I sat there and I went, I can't, it, it, this can't be him, I mean, this really can't be him, can it? <laughs> and it was... You know, it was a Sunday, and I sat there, and, and I just typed what I got, and it became, you know, it led to the book. Wow. It went on. That's amazing. went on for the next two and a half years, off and on, this ongoing connection. I, I use the word channel to refer to it now and then, but it was it was like automatic writing. You know, it was like right. connecting. And a lot of times it was conversation. It was just like I would just say things in the room. It's not like I would hear him speak now I was hearing words like I'd hear your words but it was picking up telepathically getting the answers Mm -hmm. and then I would just speak back to them and then I'd get the telepathic answers so it became quite a fun thing for me at different times and I, I tried to write about the whole experience in the book because I thought no one's going to believe this is him if I just say look it's him you know this is what he said called you know just here it is um, no one's going to believe it, and maybe they don't believe it now, but at least if I tell the story of how it happened and, and put it in that context and say, hey, the truth is I didn't believe it, and that really that was the truth, um, and I didn't throughout. I, it was a real back and forth for me um, because I think like a lot of people who have a psychic gift when they're a kid and they're in a family that doesn't really believe in such things or you know at least readily right. accept it, you get a lot of... Um, you you learn how to doubt yourself and so I had a lot of doubt and and I had to work through all of that so the book is a a memoir again it's sort of like a sequel to Honor and Concord in a sense again it's me and Concord uh, kind of working through my love of the literary history there and also my psychic abilities coming to terms with them and then seeing how in this book it really came together in such an extraordinary way as I found myself connecting to the spirit of Thoreau What did you, um, I'm sure this is quite a learning experience, and I think it's normal to be skeptical, you know, and I think it's a good Mm -hmm. thing to balance out your work. What did you learn about him that touched you the most? He must have had a terrific uh, impression on you. 
to, well, to go he, through with this. He did. I, as, I, as I was going through the process, and uh, um, I realized that in all the years I had been drawn to the writers in Concord, Richard Thoreau, Emerson, Hawthorne, um, Alcott, all those people, and it, there's sort of a story of Concord's literary history that is an entity in itself. You know, it has it's separate from the work that they did is is something separate than the actual story about their lives there. And so I was more interested in their lives and reading biographies and that than I was really focused on what it was they were writing. And at the same time, I was off in the New Age circles, going to meditation classes, doing past life regressions, you know, trying to find that spiritual truth. So on one path, I'm doing that. On the other path, I'm following my literary interests and my instincts, and it's taking me to literary conquer. But little did I know at that point <laughs> that Thoreau was talking about um, you know, the transcendentalists were talking about that very spiritual truth that the New Agers were trying to find, too. You know, it was all the same thing, so the past kind of converged. So I think what surprised me is when I really started to look at what he had written about in his lifetime, how right on it was and how, how, how profound and truthful it was in terms of, of him really understanding um, what I think is really the fundamental truths and that, which has to do with the divine wisdom within us and all of that. And Thoreau was talking about those things. And but I, I think when I it touched fully me about him, uh, when I read some of his uh, essays, mm-hmm. was he's uh, so simple, puts it forth yeah. so simply, in it, but the language is so beautiful, how mm-hmm. he describes nature and his connection to it, and uh, really a fabulous read and it's something that's on the bucket list to reread you know i think i read it for mm-hmm. high school or something but um i still have it and now i really have to have it on the bucket list because you've intrigued me with everything um yeah. on your, well, that's what I on say your to new too is, you know if my are people intrigued people to go back by him? To him are they very interested now oh sure when, well i mean i live in the concord area so everybody here worships the house so. oh okay <laughs> Okay. So I'm kind of distorted. So it seems to me that everybody I know is interested in him. I don't know if everybody in, you know, regular life uh, thinks about him too much. And, you know, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, and I, I tweet his quotes from his lifetime. And uh, mostly I do some of the stuff from the, from the channel material as well. But I think, you know, if I can just show people the wisdom in his words and get them intrigued enough to want to go read his books, then that's a good thing to have done today. Yeah, (laughs) wonderful. That is great. I'm going to look you up on Twitter and make sure that I get those uh, messages because I'm sure I would enjoy them. Um, The other, let me point out your website while I have everyone's attention. It is uh, cmc at theconcordwriter.com. That's my email. Catherine McIntyre. Is that your email? Oh, okay. Yeah, What's the, the, the website? website theconcordwriter.com. Theconcordwriter.com. Sorry about that. Yeah. And on That's here okay. you have all about you, the Thorough Whisperer, the book reviews, which are really yeah. great yeah. on your latest book, Honor and Concord, Events, Concord Images, Essay Politics, Essay Spirit, Ghostly mm-hmm. Happenings, Astrology, and more. So... You've got everything going on here. It's really yeah, great. Yeah, a lot of stuff G- up there. Yeah. 
Um, how did you, your genealogy, were you raised this way? Was this an interest uh, from your family, or did that just happen? No, it sort of happened, and it was funny because it kind of, I, I kind of got really into it at the time I was doing the channeling. So I would have these episodes where it's like I had only a certain amount of time in the day before I had to rush off to work, and they want me to, you know, sit there and channel, you know, and I'm like, no, I want to do, you know, I want to do my genealogy. I want to get on Ancestry.com, and they're like over my shoulder, kid, you come on, come on, we want to talk to you. And it was funny because one day I got this little, um, this little thing from Henry. He said, "You know, I'm your cousin too." And I thought, oh. "Come on, no way! <laughs> that can't yeah. be true." And so I started again. I'm like, "Oh, I'm making this up. Oh, he, there's no way he said that. That can't be true." And then, of course, it started me on this huge adventure in in uh, ancestry research, trying to find that connection, which I ultimately did. And I write about this a little bit in the book because it involved all kinds of like going down to Connecticut and getting into, you know, uh, the town hall and looking at old records and. And, uh, you know, I found where the path should have led. But, you know, you get back there and there are a lot of missing records and people just didn't keep records properly. And so I wasn't able to really prove it out. But, I mean, I believe it's there. So, um, anyhow, that was kind of a great adventure. So you have had signposts along the way that tell you that that is accurate and you just have to find the – how exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting you know, that's when I found the connection to the Mayflower and, and everything else, and yeah, wow. it was really fun. A lot of fun I stuff. find it, um, I'm a psychic medium, I do not deal that much in the paranormal, because, mm-hmm. well, first of all, I'm a sissy, I'm a kind of afraid of them. I, uh, I talk to people's de- departed loved ones, that's where I stay, and I work yeah. with grieving families, so that that's my little niche. Although yeah. I have worked some of the paranormal, I've done some ghost tours and sled some ghost tours and that yeah. kind of thing. How do you feel uh, about ghost investigations? How do you feel about it? I know you well, said you're not you're an occasional I, ghost. You know, investigator. I call myself an occasional ghost investigator, some, and that's sort of like the accidental ghost investigator. Right. I find myself in places where I just pick up information and then I'm able to, you know, that that's why I mean. Then I, the one turned into quite a big deal and was written about in the Ghosts of the Booth Bay region. Um, and that was just something, a hotel that I stayed at, or in, I should say, that I stayed at in Booth Bay Harbor and uh, turned out it had quite an interesting ghostly history and I was able to tune into that and get some information and then validate it later. And then I, I blogged about it on my website and another author that writes books on that region called me up and said, can I write about your story in the book? And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> he ended up doing that, which was pretty cool. Um, so that's the kind of thing I just, you know, it's like I'm staying at the end, so I start to think about it and investigate. I do those. But as far as, like, going out to deliberately spend a lot of time ghostbusting, not so much. Um, How about, um, like, pra- uh, places belonging to Thoreau or places he visited? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested in that. And, and I, I mean, I'm, obviously, anywhere I go, I'm tuning in and, you know, I'm, seeing what's there and what isn't but as far as my you know I I kind of agree with you like I don't like to go too far into let's just say dark you know what what can be potentially dark and I don't like to spend a lot of time on that but also another part of it is I don't like you know the ghost investigator shows okay they're kind of fun to watch but sometimes those guys are so disrespectful and I just want to say you know this is a person this is a soul a, a spirit right. you know here this right. is a person you have to be you know more respectful of that whatever um 
condition they're presently in or, you know, whatever help they might need. Um, yes, it would so be like, to, um, you know, abusing a zoo animal or something. You know, it's just uh, they're there. They don't want to yep. be there most of the time, and it's not fair. Yep. They need to be released or, yeah. you know, and that's a special work, and I give people a lot of credit. I have a couple yeah. of friends that do that. I've and, tried to um, do that. I feel like I've succeeded a couple times. But then I've encountered others that are like, okay, wait, I'm walking out of this one because there's no way. You know, there's no no budging that person. And, you yeah. Know, I'm like, no, yeah, that's not going to be my, my call. But, yeah. How do you um, feel about um, astrology? Is that something that you feel natural about, or did you study oh, yeah. that? I studied it for years. It was one of the first things when I first moved out here from Michigan that um, I just started going to – uh, the Unicorn Bookstore, which was in Lexington initially, and then Arlington, which is, if anyone knows the Boston area, uh, it's gone now. But it was just the, this, at that time, which is of the 80s and early 90s, was like this epic center of, you know, for New Age activity in the area. It was a wonderful place. And that's when I first got inspired to look at astrology, because when, when my chart was first drawn, and I looked at it and I heard the interpretation, it was like the first time... I was acknowledged as who I was. You know, it's like it was saying to me, "You're a psychic. This is why. You, you know, this is this." You know, and everything proved out, and it was quite extraordinary. So, I continued to study it after that, and then I found that I could, if, if for anyone who knows astrology, you know, part of what you look at is the current transiting planets and how they affect you. So. You know, let's say Venus is transiting today, and it, you know, it moved into whatever. I think it moved into Virgo. I haven't looked, but, um, but let's say that. And then you look at where that is in your chart. I got to the point where I could psychically sense the movement, so I wouldn't watch them every day. But then I'd, I'd go, oh, I just felt that, you know. And then I'd run over to my ephemeris and check, and oh, sure enough, you know, like Venus had moved that day, or you know, whatever had happened, and I could sense it myself. So astrology came very natural to me, and. And it's something that um, I rely on in some sense, you know. Not so much as I used to, but um, but I'm a huge believer and consider myself an astrologer. Just well, that's cool. Um, that is very cool. Yeah. Uh, you're multifaceted, Marley. Stop it. Sorry, I have a dog who's decided to cough now. Um, <laughs> everybody was asleep before I started my show tonight, and everybody woke up. You can buy uh, the Thorough Whisperer on theconcordwriter.com from Catherine. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Book Baby. And mm-hmm. you can also get Honor in Concord as well. You know, you have a lot of very good book reviews on here, very impressive. Did you want to mm-hmm. read part of your new book to us or tell us about um, it? Well, that's the new book is The Thrill Whisperer. That okay. Is, that, Did you yeah, want to read a part of that? About. Oh, I could I could read something of it if you want. Let's see. Sure. Um, let's see what I got here. I like you know Thoreau's famous for talking about solitude, and um, uh-huh. so here's this one section I like of the book a lot, which is, I think it's kind of beautiful. Uh, he says, there were times when the solitude I craved at Walden was available to me and I basked in it. I would, on sunny days, position myself there in my doorway and allow myself to sink as deeply as I could into the surrounding atmosphere, into the waves of light and energy that flowed to me, and drift as far as I could out into that universe. 
and let myself sense myself as that free and noble creature that I knew existed within me. Those were the times that I fully understood that I was more than this body that I had come to occupy. This I understood without question, for I could lift my hand and view it and know that it was not my hand, and these were not my feet, and this was but a vehicle with which I drove. I learned to settle myself, my mind, and my breath into a relaxed posture and enjoyed those moments of sheer reverie in the universe. Traveling that way was cheaper, in fact, than travel any other way, and the rewards were great. Each time I ventured out, I felt this greater spirit within me, each time knowing more and more confidently that there was something beyond, something more to this life than the material acquisitions. So. Beautiful. Um, one of your reviews here from Karen Matthews says, All who ever were still are and always will be a nice balance of spiritual discovery Candid insight and literary analysis. Amazing. Karen Matthews, Goodreads, Barnes and Noble book reviews. Fabulous. Yeah. We, you know, I have a picture of him. You have a picture of Throw on your website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love the the messed up hair on the top. I always remember him as having this pearl on the top. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it kind of cracks me up. But I get a feeling of him, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I get this like vagabond kind of feeling with him. Huh. Like he could um, easily pass for a vagabond. I mean, he would be. Oh, yeah. I know for he sure. was somewhat of a gentleman, I would assume by birth, but he just seemed to immerse himself in the dust, in the wind, in the, you know, oh, yeah. kind of feeling. He's a nature boy, yeah. 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 So I mean, would I that be accurate, mean. calling him a vagabond? I think so. I don't know okay. about a vagabond, but it definitely just doing his own thing and not caring yeah. about the customs or the styles or the whatever, you know. He could, he I just, feel like I have a, I may have seen a picture of him or the picture that I get is he has a cravat, the neck thing on, and mm-hmm. a vest. And, but I feel like he's got a pole over his shoulder with a little, like a handkerchief or something, uh-huh. you know, with some uh-huh. balloon, maybe yeah. some lunch or something. And yep. that's just the way I've always pictured him. So mm-hmm. I think you're very fortunate to be related to him and to write about him that's and to fine. channel this is is absolutely yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. What else is yeah. coming up for you? I know you're working on a you're working on an essay. Um I'm working on a fictional piece now, a which will be like piece. the third third book in the sort of the telling more how shall I put this? I'm taking. I've written two memoirs now about my kind of unusual experiences in that. Now I've, I've, I'm taking some of what's left and putting it into a fictional story, and uh, probably setting it somewhere other than Concord, and uh, and that should be fun to be writing fiction again. So it's a little bit different for me. Well, that'll be nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you consider yourself? I'm kind of just answering, asking questions, uh-huh. bouncing from one thing to another. I apologize about that, but when That's something okay. hits me. Or do you consider yourself a spiritualist? I do. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I, I just kind of mean by that, like, somebody who really does believe in in the uh, existence of spirit and the perpetual existence. So, you know, believes fully in life after death and, and believes in that we live on in very substantial ways. Mm-hmm. So. And do you think um, spirits connect? with someone like yourself um, to teach us again, to well, primarily to teach us, but to maybe at a time when we need something like that? 
Like, is there I timing so. involved or the person yeah, involved? I, mean, I hope so. I, I think that that was part of the idea that, you know, these, some of these ideas need to be looked at again. And really, a lot of people today aren't going to have what it takes to sit down and read a book like Walden. I mean, truthfully, when I started this, I hadn't even fully read Walden. Right, right. As I was saying before, like I had spent a lot of time reading about him, but I hadn't really read his work. And so I'm in the channeling, and I'm I'm t- writing these things down, and then later I'm going over to his work, and I'm like, oh, my God, he really was talking about that. So it was all tying together. So I was learning as I went. So, and I um, think he I, picked you because you're cousins. Well, yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, there yeah. definitely was a connection there, and that, that's the thing. It's like part, partly because of the connection with Brad, and then you know I had the connection uh-huh. with Brad, and then Brad had this tremendous connection with Thoreau, and then. But before I even met Brad, there were signs and you know things going on in my life that were leading me to Thoreau and leading me to Concord. So it, it's sort of like I, you know, as the way I talk about it in the book, and whether or not this is true, this was just my impression of it. Was that this had all been somehow planned long before we even came into this life, and and uh, you know that it was going to happen in this way in terms of Brad and I coming together, and then the connection to Thoreau coming in and and being able to do this. So I feel very, you know, special in that regard and that, you know, very blessed to have had the experience and really to have known Brad and and uh lived at that time. Wow. You know. That's fascinating. How do you feel? I did talk to you, I did email you. How do you feel about um giving some astrology advice tonight to people who are oh, calling in? You know, uh, I'm not or, sure I'm prepared like, for that. <laughs> Not so much the psychic stuff. I don't really do readings that way. I do astrology readings now and then, but I really need to have their chart in front of me and have a lot of information to refer to before I can, you know, I could really do that. I'm not really prepared for that. Okay, that's no problem. We're going to take a couple of callers, and if you feel something that you want to share, unless there's something else that you would like to promote, I I really want to promote whatever is coming up next for you. Well, then, I mean, I'm just really all about the book right now and, uh, you know, getting more people to take a look at it because, you know, one of the things as I wrote the book and as the channeling was happening, you know, I, it was like I had the experience and then I had to decide how to put this together. And I tried to do it in a way that isn't overwhelming, you know, so, so it's not so dense and that you can just sort of sample through it. And I, the people who are reading it are just telling me they just loved it. And and when I was doing it, my goal was to just make it beautiful. You know, I just kept saying, you know, we just want to have this be just a beautiful book. And I feel like it is. You know? <laughs> so I guess I want to tell people I think this is a very pleasant, enjoyable way to sort of sample at Thoreau while being kind of amused by the whole thing as it was taking place because we really were having some fun as it was going on. So anyhow, there's my And the book is available book. at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and the website for Catherine McIntyre, which is theconcordwriter.com. A lovely book. I enjoyed what you read uh, uh, from it very much, so that's on my book list, no, no problem at all. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very pleased to, I would like to read Honor and Concord as well. Do you have to yeah. be a native of Concord to appreciate it? Or oh, no, can you live, not at all. Uh-huh. Not at all. I mean, it's it's um, 
it's again, it's my story as a, a you know writer there who has a psychic ability. Just sort of, I sit down one day to record the images from the past that I keep picking up, and that turns into a fictional story. And in that fictional story, I have the writers from the past as characters in a present day scenario. And then, mm-hmm. really, the honor and honor and conquered is about honoring the self. And that's really part of transcendentalism and that belief in relying on your own ability to connect to divine truth within you. And so in Honor and Conquered, it's really a a story about learning to trust your own beliefs and your own instincts and, and, you know, that connection uh, to let that guide you. And so it's... um, it plays out in the historic locations in Concord. It's, um, I, I think it's, again, it's fun because I, I move back and forth between my story and the fictional story. So from chapter to chapter, you go back and forth. And then within the fictional story, windows open up on their lives in the past in Concord. So I, I have studied the literary of history of Concord for years, so I was able to um, create in the, in the vignettes the, uh, you know, some, scenes that are really based on actual events in their lives. Uh, so it was fun to do. Oh, that's And I think fabulous. Both, both of these books, the, the goal, I think, from Thoreau's perspective, and, and really mine is to... The, I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Is it these books are are meant to be uplifting? And and I think they um, what do I want to say there. Uh, they give they, just a sense of validation for ourselves, you know, and make a, you know, I think they're very positive, uplifting books, and that's kind of what I was going for. So and what, I know that's what he was going for. But I think people are trying get, to get back to a simpler time. They're trying to, you know, go green. They're trying to do mm-hmm. things to a simpler life because I think we've all realized you can't multitask forever. You're going to burn yourself out. Yeah. And, and what's I think it all this about? Is, Right, and I think yeah. this is a very interesting book for people of any age, but particularly this time when we're looking for simplicity, I, mm-hmm. that always struck me. And I, now I feel like I've met him in spirit through you, and I'm delighted. I'm absolutely Great. delighted to see your connection, and mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely beautiful. So your both books are going to be on my bucket list, and Great. I hope Thank everyone you. will. Are you going to do, like, do you do book signings? Are you promoting anywhere? Are I you do. going to? Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm kind of, things slow down a little bit in the summer here. I've been doing a lot of blog radio stuff, and I I did um, I I did some signings up in New Hampshire recently, and uh, I don't have anything to you know, it's on the schedule right now. But people could check the Concord Writer website on the events page. I'm always constantly updating that, so there'll be new Great. events coming up in the fall. So. Well, that is beautiful. I want to. I don't want to keep you because we still have a few callers that are hanging on for some readings. So I don't want to expose you to that. Okay. So, no, um, I just want to say what a pleasure it has been to meet you, even ever by you. voice. I feel a connection. Yeah. And uh, I hope we speak again soon. And I wish you so much luck with both your books and all your endeavors. You're a fascinating individual. Thank you and so much. Um, can I just read this one little thing? It's been on my website Absolutely. for years. I think it's really important for people to hear. 
it's uh, something that came to me in the midst of the channeling one day. I credit myself for this. It wasn't like channeled stuff. This was more like something that came from me. So it says, I believe that if you pause for five minutes each day, close your eyes, and allow yourself to look within, you will find your truest self. And it is in that recognition that you will find your greatest joy. Open your hearts and minds to the possibilities, because that spirit within you is the you that will never end. Your life is yesterday, today, and every tomorrow. All who ever were, still are, and always will be. That's my message for everybody. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. That is so beautiful. Catherine is gorgeous. Thank you so much. I was as soon as you said just pause for five minutes a day, I was like, up, oh, she's got me. And, um, <laughs> I, you know, I just have to say thank you for that, and our listeners will really appreciate that. Thank you for joining us tonight. Okay. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Good luck to you. Okay. Thanks Bye-bye. very much. Okay, You're welcome. Hi, callers. Thank you for waiting. Isn't that interesting? Catherine McIntyre, she's a fascinating individual. Um, Our first caller is uh, area code 480. Are you there? Thank you for waiting. Hi, my name is Keisha. I'm calling from Arizona. Hi, Keisha. How are you? Okay. Can I get a general reading? A general reading of, like, let's see. Start out with love. <laughs> okay, let me ask a love question. Do you have a love er? No. Okay. No All right, <laughs> Keisha. What's October mean for you, hon? October. Nothing at the moment. Okay. Have we spoken before? Because I feel you feel familiar to me. <laughs> I don't mean that in a. In a uh, I don't met. remember you, but I'm not okay. trying to say that we never talked. We okay. probably have, but I just don't remember. Okay. Um, love. I feel, You know what I get about you? I get some family things about you. Yeah. Some family things going on. It's kind of blocking, uh, I'm like, love. So when I say love, this one comes up. Yep. And I have a gentleman in spirit here who is talking about family you have a an older gentleman uh mm-hmm. grandfather kind of feeling or uncle something like that not dad in particular no could be dad but um do you have a grandfather in spirit or dad both of them yeah oh both of them okay maybe that's why i'm a little confused here mm-hmm. uh let me see what they have to say lovely uh people <coughs> excuse me I have um, I have to clear my throat because the gentleman is um, what is he trying to say to me? He's trying to use my I feel like he's trying to use my voice box. Uh, I think that's your grandfather, and he's talking about the month of October, and he's talking about pardon me that was your father talking about the month of October, and your grandfather is talking about family, and I feel like um, you're I feel like you unfortunately are like the pillar would that be true of the family like it's fallen to you now Uh, yeah and I don't even have my stuff together because they've been blocking me forever and uh, yeah and 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 now now I'm old everybody else old and guess who they're you know the person they was blocking guess who they leaning on hard now right right and I just feel like well well, what am I supposed to do about it? <laughs> you know, yeah. you guys are the one that you 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 severely you know retarded whatever progress I'm supposed to have in my life at this point. 
and now that everybody need help. See, that's why people, that's a lesson. Message, don't go around yeah. trying to. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Um, <laughs> try to, yeah you don't know. Don't go around trying to mess people up because you don't know when you need that person for whatever, at whatever point in your life. And then at that point, they can't even help you because, you know, you actively, not just sat back passively, actively try to destroy somebody. And now they can't even help you out when you need right. it. So, you know. Okay, well, I get ahead. that. I kind of feel, you know, there's a toxicity here. He's kind of telling me, uh, the grandfather, and he's saying to me, you need to stick up for yourself. If everybody's leaning on you, you need to take care of yourself. Your father is talking about um, because of a lot of situations, you really haven't given a chance, uh, gotten a fair chance at romance. Uh, you're never right. too old, he says. You're never too old. You are a stunning woman. Uh, you are very strong. Uh, I don't know how you will move on from this, but I would build as much of a life for yourself and cut mm-hmm. some ties. And I think that's what needs to be done here. As far as love, I want to get into October, November, December, okay? Mm-hmm. There is okay. someone for you. So don't, like, push, you know, I'm always somebody. I've been told that, too. It may never happen because I may not want it. You know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I want somebody. Then when it comes down to it, I'm like, mm, no, I don't. No. So, you know, then, so. I don't even want to deal with it at that point. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm looking but at. I mean, like, I so feel like there's waste. more, there's more people yeah. uh, that you can associate with rather than this mess that your family has created. So yeah. don't be afraid to sidestep that, okay? That's about as much as I get, but I'll tell you what, okay. your grandfather and your father are both on your side, if that makes you feel better. And okay. um, I have a single rose here for you from your dad. Um, I don't know if that means anything to you, uh, a rose or the name rose, but he's, he presents a, um, a red rose in bud to you. Uh, oh. Many things are to unfold for you, okay? So please don't take okay. all this family stuff too hard. Um, okay. I feel like if he could be, your father could be here, I kind of want to smack a brother or somebody in the head, in the back of the head, like if they were a kid and they mouthed off, you know, in church or something, you'd whack them, you know? Uh, today you'd probably be arrested, but uh, that's yeah, the way it definitely. was. You know, you didn't you didn't act up. Um, no, so didn't. I have that feeling. A lot of support for you, honey. Okay, thank you so All much. Right. God bless You're you. welcome, dear. Yes, ma'am. All Good right. luck to you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next caller is area code two hundred three. Are you still there, please? Hello, it's two hundred three. There. Maybe not. Oop, they're typing. My producer's typing. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. I had the wrong number. Area code 347. Don't you love live radio where everything happens? Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, thank you for holding on. How are you? Good. Um, my name is Melvina. My question is regarding career. Do you see me staying in the same location, or do you see me moving on to something else? career. Now, I don't know if it's because of your name, Marina, that I'm thinking of like a Marina for both. Or Melvina. Oh, Novia. Okay. Then thank God for straightening me out. M-A-L-V-I-N-A. Melvina. Okay. All right. I still have water. Do you live near water? Um... 
a little bit, and then there's water right outside of my uh, location of where I work. Okay. The reason I'm saying that is it's sort of a – I have always lived next near water somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always end up next to water, either a stream, a river. Uh, every place I've lived has some kind of – here in Sarasota, I'm by a pond. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was here when I looked at the house. And um, I'm always by water somehow or the beach or something. I feel the same with you. I feel it's a very cleansing thing and a very energizing thing. As far as job, I feel as if um, you're ready to throw in the towel on something. Uh, Okay. So are you looking Um, for something new in career, totally new? No, same career, just something else. Some definitely would would love to move on from where I am. Okay. And what is it that you do, dear? Uh, I teach. Oh, you teach. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's not high school, right? No, little kids. The time Okay. I almost feel like middle school, high school. Um, I feel there's a certificate here that uh, you may need to do, but I do feel moving on. The other thing is, well, so uh, I get the word college, so I don't know if that means college courses. So we'd be interested in teaching college courses. Or you uh, want to go back to college? I'd love to get my PhD, but it's 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 not that easy. <laughs> what to teach at college? No, 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 to get your PhD. I mean, it, it's just finding the time and the money. Oh, right, right. It. Yes. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, but you have thought about it because that's what I was getting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of ladies in spirit here. Would you be able to identify? I'm getting, uh, she's telling me a grandma, and I also feel like there's um, another lady, like an aunt or a friend here as well. Uh, Um, Somebody's sister, mom's sister, grandma's sister. It would be Um, my mom. Okay. It would be your mom. Yeah. Okay. And so grandma as well? Yes. Okay. You know what they say? They're very proud of everything that you've accomplished. And, like, if you want to keep going, you will find a way um, to do this. I almost feel like um, I, I don't want to keep badgering this. I feel like a change of scenery would do you good. But I don't know if that's mm-hmm. practical. But I do feel there are a couple of offers around you, job-wise. Okay. So that is up to you. I would explore everything. Um, a friend of mine retired, and she was still looking for a place to live. She threw questions to the wind. She went. She moved about five times. I don't recommend that. But she would go online and look at places where she could buy a trailer. Uh, she had limited funds on what she could buy with her money, and she didn't care where she went. She was looking for something new, and she really did. I mean, she moved about five places, New Mexico, Arizona, you know, all kinds of places. Up north, she was in all California. I kind of feel like with you, I don't want to throw caution to the wind that bad. I do maybe want to move and see what's uh, around. I would look at what's around on the Internet. That's kind of the feeling that I get. So so, um, I want to talk about either a Camilla flower, a white flower um, that is also a name. I think it's Camilla. 
Um, so this is being presented to you from the other side. Okay. Not carnation, but no, I don't think it's carnation. It's a bigger flower. It, 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 it might be a carnation because it's one of my favorites, and it was my grandma's favorite. Oh, okay. To me, it looks bigger than that, I guess, because she stuck it in my face. I was thinking carnation is a little bit uh-huh. smaller, but, you know. Okay, I'll yeah. give you that then. So I want to give you that uh, to let you know. It's sort of like a trophy. Like, you've done this. All right, we have a connection. I know what's going on, she's saying. You will find the right place. There's more, uh, there are more situations out there that really want you. So if you're kind of discouraged with this, I feel it's more a management problem. Like, it's not the kids, it's not the the subjects, it's it's It's, the way they are tying your hands or uh, the budgeting or something. Definitely, it's I, I, I need to make more. It's it's a lot of financial issues. It's mismanagement. Right. I I definitely feel I need to move on to be happy. Is there a town with a B like Bedford or Bell? I live in Brooklyn. Oh, you live in Brooklyn? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, is there anything around there? Then you have a great opportunities there because you have more choices. Yeah, there's got to be I more schools. Yes, I gave out a ton of resumes, and I just, I hope that, I, I wish that I would have found something to you already, but nothing, nobody has called yet. Okay. I know, uh, and I'm also being shown like a St. Christopher medal here, or or a fire department emblem, or something like that. Would that be, or police, or something um, uh, like a gold badge, or a uh, Chris, St. Christopher is one of the saints for them. There's another one which I can't think of. But anyway, I'm being presented by these two ladies. Um, no, I don't know why they're showing me that. But what she's saying is I think that you need to be referred in. Once people meet you, you know, seeing a resume and if they don't have job opening yeah. and nobody's moving, it doesn't do a whole lot. But when you go for an interview, you're going to knock them out. So we got to get you in the door. So see if you can make friends with or contact people, like on social media or something, and say, hey, you got any openings over there or phone calls? Or see if you can network this one because I think you're going to have to get, like, a friend of a friend is going to have to secure that. Okay. All right. So over and above, you know what I'm saying, call in your – Call in right. all your tickets. Call in your marks because yeah. you felt people. I've been trying. I've been okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. It may not happen till like, April, May. So we're talking oh. 2020. So it's not that long. It's less than mm-hmm. a year. So uh, let's see what we can do. But your your grandmother and your mother are praying for you. And they showed this this medal, and I'm – and I'm, I thought maybe it was a badge, but I'm still seeing those three things. Okay, so I have like a medal. It's gold, and it's on a gold chain, and it looks like a St. Christopher to me. I could be wrong. It's St. Somebody. I, I mean, my necklaces that I wear are both of their necklaces. Okay. Are they gold? Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, is there anybody, I think there, are you in a romance right now? No. Perfect. 
um, I feel like either police or fire department. Oh, Those, okay. okay. So I think maybe that's what she's giving me, and I'm just misinterpreting things. So I just want to say, um, you know, you've waited a long time, hon, for some significant things to come, but it is going to come, and I would use – I would be shameless about getting these interviews. You know, you got to, to promote yourself, you really have to be shameless. I'm not very good at it either, um, but I, I feel this is in your, your your grandmother saying, get some gumption, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she would be like that, but I feel like, um, you know, that kind of feeling. I feel like, you know, you got to do this uh, because once people meet you, they're going to be very impressed with you, with your education and your abilities. Thank you. Okay, so keep trying. A roundabout, if there's another way, you're playing everything straight. You're, you know, how about calling up or how about calling up some friends? You got any opportunities there? You know, look at teaching a class um, at adult school or so. You you have so many things in your portfolio that you're not touching. Okay, so think okay. outside the box. And uh, I've always been told whatever we need is right inside of us. So don't forget that. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay. I have a caller on area code 256. Are you there? Oh, I'm running out of paper. Are you there, 256? Maybe not. Maybe they hung up. Let's see what my producer has for me. She is. I thank everybody for calling in and being so patient. I had the wrong number. Two one six. And by the way, at last minute ditch, ditch effort. If you're on hold and you want to speak, you got to press one. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. Area code two one six. Are you there? Six one four. Are you there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? I guess I lost everybody. So sorry to keep you waiting. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. What's your question? Uh, my question is, um, if I could just get um, a general reading, whatever spirit wants, thinks is most important. Uh, what's your name? Sosa. Can you spell it? S-I-L-S-A-N. Okay. Hmm, let me see. I have, I feel like, hmm. I feel uh, an older couple in spirit for you. I have a set of grandparents in spirit for you. Would that make sense to you? Yeah. I have a gentleman, the gentleman, the grandparent, I feel had dark hair at one time with some white in it, some attractive white. He looks attractive to me. Would that make sense to you? Yes. Okay, good. Um, The lady, I feel like I could, what was the word they were giving me? Yeah, I'm going to ask him to send me that word again. I feel uh, I'm a quite an accomplished 
cook if I am your grandmother. I feel like I'm I'm quite accomplished. Like there's a recipe book or there's a recipe or something she talks about. Um, yeah. And she's very neat about how she does things. Did she wear pin curls in her hair? Because she's showing me like doing somebody's hair with like pin curls and the bobby pins. Do you remember that? I, did, I didn't spend that much time with her, but my mom tells me that she went to culinary school and she was a really good cook. Oh, okay, good. I think maybe she's talking about uh, doing her hair or your hair. In any event, she said she was a very good cook, and she was very precise. So they make fun of me in spirit when they're really good cooks because I'm a good cook, but I'm kind of a messy cook, and I'm kind of don't use a recipe kind of cook. So, when they, But I'm very interested in, like, French cooking and stuff like that. And you have to be very precise, and you have to be detailed. So that's what they're reminding me. Like, you know, I'm like French cooking on a budget or something, you know, or just like sort of like the galloping gourmet used to be, used to throw stuff in the pot. That's kind of how I am. Um, But your grandmother was very precise about everything that she did. And uh, everything came out not only very tasty but beautiful as well. And your grandfather is is nodding yes. So the the advice that I get from them for you uh, for this year, now we're talking about 2020 coming up. Oh, I know what it was. They were showing me hopscotch for some reason. So as a child, I don't know if you did that, but they're showing me hopscotch drawn in chalk on the sidewalk or at a playground, um, going back to when you were little. Do you have a sister as well? Yes, I have two okay. younger sisters. Oh, okay. So I guess they're mentioning that you have younger uh, other sisters. I want to say hello to all of them. And I also want to tell you, too, uh, 2020 is a better year. This feels um, a little rocky right now as far as career. Would that be correct for you? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is better. You're going to reinvent yourself. Um, I'm being shown an outfit from your grandmother uh, for you. It's like a slim skirt and heels. I don't know why she is showing me that. Uh, but I feel, do you wear that, or is that? does that look good on you? No, but I've just been, like, recently interested in fashion and cooking. I don't know. Okay. So she's showing me this, and I think this is something new. Uh, she says you need to dress the part. So whatever you're going for, her advice is dress the part, okay? Okay. And I feel yeah. like you have some uh, knowledge here, some prior either college or uh, some kind of education, or you're very smart. Uh, that's what she's telling me. So apply yourself, and if something, what's in January? Are you going back to school, or are you looking at something in January 2020? Um, thinking of going back to school in January. Yay, we got it. Okay, nailed it. Fabulous. This is the best thing you can do for yourself. You nailed it. That's it perfect your life is going to change okay so enjoy what you're doing if you don't have a romance that's going to come with the package she's talking about career think think career and uh you will be dressing the part okay so i don't know what that means um and i feel a little bit like maybe money on the side it's still a job or some kind of income coming in there's still something good but she loves shoes is kind of what she's talking about or you love shoes um, she's showing me boxes of shoes. So 
So hopefully that means that might be abundance for you. <laughs> you know, we all spend our money in different ways. <laughs> what can I say? But I feel 2020 is a much better year for you. Okay? Okay, thank you. Good luck to you, dear. I think I have one more a caller that I've been um, making wait. Area code 520. Are you there, please? Five twenty. Whoops, they may have hung up. We lost some people um, due to our. Yep, they hung up. That's okay. Uh, we lost some people because we had an extensive interview with a special guest, and I didn't want to. Uh, I enjoyed Catherine McIntyre so much, so I will warn you ahead of time. Next week, we have Joan Cara as a guest. Uh, this is news to my producer too. I have to send her this. Joan Cara is from New York. She lives in Connecticut right now, but she is a New Yorker, and like myself. And uh, we met. She was traveling down here in Sarasota, Florida, and she appeared at the Sarasota Center of Light, uh, did some classes. She's a very interesting lady. She does a lot of readings all over the place, big expos. Uh, she's very quirky, very funny, um, and works from the heart. I can definitely tell you. Uh, I did a healing class with her, and everyone, it was a small class, but everyone benefited from it, including myself. And I have to say she comes directly from the heart. And my producer is saying, spell her name, which is C-A-R-R-A, Joan Cara. She is based out of New York, or she lives in Connecticut, but her fame is from New York. She travels the Northeast. She was down here for a visit, um, and we met, and she was delightful. So she's going to be our guest, and I'm sure she's going to take calls because she's used to it. That's what she does. She loves her readings from what I understand. I did not get to book one with her. I was her uh, coordinator for her events here in Sarasota. Um, so hopefully I'll get one too. I think you would look forward to calling in when we are doing calls uh, for psychic work. And if you have a question, I'm sure that Joan Carroll will be able to help you uh, and possibly myself. My website is carolanncary.com, C-A-R-O-L-A-N-C-A-R-E-Y. I'm the psychic medium of Sarasota SRQ, as we refer to it. And uh, if you would like to check out my website, please do. If you'd like to send me an email, you can do that on there. You can also send it to psychicflowradio at gmail.com. Any suggestions, uh more reading nights, less reading nights, uh, more guests, less guests, whatever you think, different guests, uh, please let me know. We are delighted. Uh, I got an email about how far Goldilocks Productions 3, which is what I am under. That is Tiffany Michelle White is the producer. She has several fantastic shows on Blog Talk, iHeart, Spreaker, all over. And we are reaching people uh in the United States, but also France, the U.K., Africa, uh, quite different places. I was shocked by when I saw the statistics. So I want to say hello to all of those les- uh, listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, and listening to us. I don't know if you're listening to me, but you're listening to Goldilocks Productions 3, so we are happy about that. We have a really great lineup of different shows of psychic, angel readers, healers, everybody, everything that you could possibly want to know about. Um, so please check out my website. Send me an email if there's anybody you would like to see on, here on the show. 
I am delighted to be here this evening, and I wish you a wonderful week. Don't forget about Joan Cara next week, and I hope you have a great evening. Thank you for your patience, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.